You are listening to the IBS Ideas podcast. This is Gaia Lamperti, and today we are joined by Amon Gayumi, co-founder and CEO of Ophelos, the debt resolution company. Hello, Amon. Hi, Gaia. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. How are you today? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Um, Friday, I guess. So looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. It's always a great day to be recording the podcast. Wonderful, Amon. Before we start discussing today's topic, which is how to manage debt, why don't you present Ophelos to our audience? Yeah, of course. Very happy to. I started Ophelos with my co-founders um, roughly two years ago now. And what we identified in market was that on the one side, enterprises, um, and that can include banks, telcos, energy companies, you name it. And on the other side, consumers often struggle in managing bad debt. So when 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 debt kind of falls into arrears and that can kind of manifest itself in many different ways. We believe that there are certain level of operational inefficiencies that through machine learning and AI you can you can automate over time and, and make the process much more effective. But more important than anything, we believe that a debt is a very human problem. Um and so uh, when we see uh, the, the customers, the households that find themselves in a um, debt collection process, for example, because they have not been able to keep up with their bills, they have not been able to keep up with their credit card payments um, or loan payments. Today, we, we see that oftentimes external debt collection agencies just aren't great at providing a very good customer experience that really takes into, into consideration the um, unique and oftentimes very vulnerable position that um, customers are in. And we believe that through technology and through a just, just different cultural approach, we can really help consumers and by virtue of that help enterprises manage the entire debt resolution process in a much better and much more ethical way. Absolutely. Sounds great. And thank you for that. I was thinking, you know, this is so relevant right now because in these times after the pandemic and with the cost of life rising and with the current energy crisis and conflict in Europe, probably many people who have never encountered debt in their life for the first time have to deal with it. Is this true? Is this something you are also experiencing with Ophelos? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, what we're what we're definitely seeing is the typical persona of someone falling into that is, as you mentioned, is, is changing quite drastically. Um, um, we are seeing many, many, um, uh, I guess, what would class, traditionally classify as middle income individuals and households find themselves in positions where they are really struggling with keeping up with their energy bill payments, for example, or struggling to keep up with their car loan payments, uh, what have you. And so in many situations, that is at no fault of their own, right? Households aren't responsible for their for the rise in energy prices. And when you look at cost of living uh, problem, the salaries have been quite stagnant as well over the past couple of years and decades. And so we're seeing a, a larger proportion than maybe five, 10 years ago fall into that. And so that's why it's more important than ever now to cater to households that that find themselves in these situations because you know I'm an I'm an optimist and so I, I do believe that we will come out of this. Um it might take 12 months, it might take 24 months, it might take 36 months, but at some point we will come out of this. And even from an enterprise's perspective, so if you're an energy company or if you're a telco, if you're if you're a bank, it's very, very important that you treat customers that find themselves in, in a difficult position in the right way because 
these customers will not forget that you were there for them when they were going through a hard time and they will become super loyal to you in the future as they hopefully um, over the next few months and years will recover. Um, and so that's why what we're providing is A, so important in the market, but also see such a high demand. Great, absolutely. And I remember you mentioning that Ophelo's approach is very different because I'd say you embrace a more ethical approach. Maybe you could expand on this and tell us what a more humane and fair way to manage that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, a lot of this comes down to um, communication and how we communicate. When you when you look at the space today and you look at the, you know, the, the traditional players in the space today, um, they oftentimes, in my view, um, don't talk to customers in a simple, very easy to understand colloquial way. It's very corporate speak. It's very lawyery, legally, so to say. And so sometimes it can, it can be very confusing and can be very daunting and frightening because most customers that find themselves in this position are frightened. They are worried. They are worried about keeping up with the bill because keep in mind, most people And there's a very wrong assessment in the market oftentimes that people who find themselves in debt um, are trying to avoid um, paying. That's actually not true at all. Most people that we are seeing and find themselves in debt very much would like to pay their debt. They're just in a very, very difficult position for the time being. And so what really matters is communication. Um, how do you communicate uh, through which channel with what message? Um, and, you know, that's where technology really comes into play. That's where machine learning is actually can play a big role because for us, when we build communication strategies for customers, they're actually personalized. So the communication strategy that customer one sees um, differs from the communication strategy that customer two sees and customer three sees and customer four sees. Um, uh, we can build bespoke strategies and they take into consideration Who should I contact? For which channel? At what time of day? But also with what message? What context should I use? Because frankly, a um, 24-year-old single mother of two might have a different preference in terms of how she would like to get communicated, how she would like to communicate with us than a um, 60-year-old or 65-year-old pensioner. Really being able to, at scale, adapt and automatically build LLC strategies is, is, from our perspective, incredibly important. And from our perspective, also, is a very ethical way of managing it. And the second part comes down to payments. Um, being able to basically offer any type of payment solution um, to any type of customer is something that is quite unique as well about us. So a customer can actually pick and choose their own payment plan right in the platform, Um, very easy to to pick it out. They don't have to go. They don't have to call a call center. They don't have to wait in the queue for 10, 20 minutes. They don't have to um, negotiate on the phone with a debt collector on the other line. Um, we make it very, very easy and very, very um, fast and simple for someone to actually just um, pick out a payment plan that, that works for them and is affordable to them. So taking those two things together is a very good starting point for how you deal with uh, a customer that finds themselves in a difficult position in an ethical way. Brilliant. I really like this you know, combination of a human element and the technology side that comes to rescue and then offers new solutions. So you, you already started mentioning this, but how, how do you balance 
those two elements and in which way the two of them together help to challenge maybe some older debt collection processes that are not effective, are not sensitive and are not tailored as you as you were rightly pointing out. Yeah, it's a it's a very interesting one, right? Because if you look at, you know, you look at financial services in general and we have seen innovation at many ends, but particularly where you, where we see innovation Mostly it's on the front end, right? If you look at the past, you know, five to 10 years when fintech really has taken off, most of the innovation has been at the front end. So basically at point of sale or at point of lending. So how can we make it easier and quicker and faster and cheaper for someone to get access to credit, right? And that's certainly not a bad thing. It can actually be a very positive thing, allowing customers or allowing households, individuals to um access uh, credit to so they can go to university and get, get an education or they can access healthcare or they can travel um i think generally it's a, it's a very positive thing um but there has been a severe lack of innovation on the back end so what happens when things go wrong what happens when someone can't keep up with their payments what happens when someone has a change in their affordability and uh, for whatever reason that might be redundancy that might be um, a health issue that might be a relationship breakdown. And so we're very much focused on almost as a counterweight and a counterbalance to say that, well, if you make it easier and faster and cheaper on the front end for someone to get access to credit, for example, then you also have to make it much more simple and affordable and, 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 and frictionless for someone to actually get out of debt at the same time. And that's where we see the lack of innovation today. And that's where we kind of trying to innovate and focus on. In terms of, you know, what I've seen with traditional businesses in this, in this, in this industry, largely speaking, right, they are call centers. So when you look at traditional debt collection agencies, these are not technology companies. These are call centers with um, people that operate the phones and the way they try to um I guess, recover debts and collect debts is by calling people. And that's a deeply, from my perspective, a deeply uncomfortable situation. It's a deeply uncomfortable situation for the customer. And by the way, also for the debt collector, it's not a, it's not a nice and easy conversation to be had over the phone. And so for us, really, it's about giving control back to the consumer, saying we actually don't make outbound phone calls. So what we basically say to the customer is, we trust you that you will make the best decision for you. And by nature of that, the enterprise will, will benefit as well um, because it's in no one's interest for a debt to um, become very, very, I guess, defaulted, to become defaulted or, or be very old because that will leave a mark on someone's credit score and, and credit file, which will have some very long-term um, implications. And so uh, technology is just the best way of managing this because you can basically give the control back to to the customer rather than forcing a deeply uncomfortable conversation over the phone. Thanks. And yes, absolutely. Sometimes it's just as easy as that showing trust and empathy in order to make a very uncomfortable situation easier to, to manage and more successful. So my last question would be looking forward, what's next in the pipeline for Ophelos? Specifically, as we were saying, these are unprecedented times. So the quality of life is changing. Many people are having to deal with that for the first time. 
what's the plan now? How are you uh, maybe raising awareness or supporting your customer base through the journey? Yeah, absolutely. You're completely right. We are in unprecedented times. It's it's completely uncharted territory. Um, but I think, you know, uh, with that is, is, is opportunity. Because of where we are, many, many organizations are now completely rethinking and reevaluating what they have been doing in the space because it's becoming such a important topic of conversation on the highest levels. And so um, what that really means is that we can um, really help shape organizations, how they will, for the next decade or two decades, um, approach that resolution and how they will work with their customers to A, support them while they are in a financial difficult situation, but then also make sure that in the future, fewer customers will actually find themselves in debt. So, you know, my dream vision for the company is actually to say that what if we can identify very, very early on if someone potentially will fall into debt and we can proactively ensure that, uh, be it via a more affordable uh, payment solution or a better product, for example, that a customer actually doesn't fall into debt in the first place. Um, so a lot of what we do from a technology perspective is really about how can we use the data that we, um, that we gather through the process um, to uh, pre-identify and identify earlier what vulnerable customers look like, who vulnerable customers are, and how can we, we can actually work together with them to, in essence, ease the burden um, um, earlier in the process so they don't fall off the wagon, so to say, when when things go really, really bad um, from a general market perspective. So uh, that's a huge opportunity for us, obviously. So we're growing quite quite fast. We have you know quadrupled in size over the past nine months. Our client list is is growing significantly month over month as well. Just because more and more organizations are actually seeing the benefit of what we are doing and how we can help them and their customers drive a much better, smoother, and fairer process that will ultimately benefit them and and their customers. Thank you very much. Amon Gayumi, co-founder and CEO of Ophelos. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Gaia.